the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. It's a Monday. We haven't done a Monday uh, in a while. We've been off uh, uh, off on holidays. Uh, back to the grind. Yeah, we got to work a whole five days in a row this week. I hope you had uh, a good weekend. You know, it was football weekend, right? The, the final regular season game. Did your team get in? Did they not get in? Uh, Black Monday, right? The coaches getting fired and uh, other coaches uh, probably uh, setting up for contract extensions because their teams are in the playoffs. And then tonight, the national championship game, uh, Washington, Michigan. And, you know, Eric always used to say the end of the holiday season really wasn't until the Super Bowl. Uh, that that's the official end. So we're we're not quite done uh, yet. Uh, the Super Bowl and the Phoenix Open uh, that that'll be the the end of the holiday season. But uh, yeah, tonight the big game freezing here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, it was in the upper twenties. Uh, where I live, most of the valley uh, below freezing. Yesterday, uh, my buddies and I, we had a, uh, a a golf club event, and we got the hail. We, we actually made the turn. It was freezing out there, and it rained all morning. I, we had no business being out there anyway, but we're out. You know, we're not that smart. Uh, we're out there, and uh, thankfully, on the, on the ninth green, and it started raining. I mean, it was cold. Let's just say there wasn't a lot of good golf being played. It, it's hard to golf when you got like four layers on because it was already it was in the low 40s. That by that time the wind was blowing, the rain had started up again. Uh, we get into the clubhouse, and then here came the hail. I will tell you, the desert is beautiful. With you know, and it looked like you know, it wasn't snow; it was a little hail. But but the fairways and the greens were all white, and and of course the the cactus had it, it was it was quite something. Uh, let's just say this though, Jason, I did not wait to see if it got better. I said, yeah, I've had enough. Put my clubs in my car and went home. So was this uh, hail or was this sleet? Sleet's like that soft stuff. Did you actually pick some up? Was it a rock or was it I, I didn't soft? Pick any, you know, it's funny. I didn't pick it up. And, you know, we, we don't see this. They're all, you know, we had our phones out and people are taking pictures of it. There was a debate. Not, we didn't have it, but there's uh, somebody said, oh, look at the hail. And, and one of the guys sitting in the club is like, oh, that's sleet. That, that's not hail. And I don't know. Some debate <laughs> ensued as to what it was. Uh, but I, I, I called it hail. I, but I, no, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't pick any up. Yeah, the, the difference is hail can actually physically do damage, and sleet is like little frosty the snowman's falling out of the sky. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty yeah, much the I difference. This, yeah, I don't think this could have done any damage. It, it wasn't very big, but uh, it wasn't snow either. It was more like 
uh, little ice droplets. Uh, but then, you know what was funny is uh, as I was driving home, like the st- it was pretty fast. It moved in pretty fast. And then all of a sudden the sun came out, and I was like, oh. and uh, some of my friends stayed around. Uh, they texted me later. They actually finished. I was like, yeah, no, I was done. All right. I was wet. I was cold. Uh, not used to that this morning. Uh, really cold again. Uh, but I, oh, winter has finally hit Arizona. I got the heat on in the office, so uh, I'll take it. I don't like, I'll say this right now. If, once you've been in Arizona long enough, You'll take 115 every day of the week over, you know, 30 degrees, 40 degrees. Uh, we, we just we just can't handle it. Yeah, I, I don't like snow and cold either, Joe, but, uh, I, you know, I've grown up here, so I, uh, I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it. Uh, we haven't had hardly any significant snow yet, so I'm wondering if we're going to get hit hard or if these really mild winters are sort of the norm for Colorado because we haven't had a lot of really bad blizzards or things. that to, 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 Maybe for the guys that have moved here, it's horrible, horrible snows, but I haven't seen anything like that for a long time around here. Well, you know you know what? You just jinxed it. That, that's just what you've done now. <laughs> now you, you, you've all but guaranteed it now. You're going you're gonna to get hit with a doozy now that you said uh, – uh, you told Mother Nature, well, we really haven't had anything in a while, but we'll see how it goes. Speaking of doozies, uh, we are going to get uh, CPI in PPI this week. Uh, we, we have reports coming out of the government about, hey, we're, we're trying to come up with uh, a deal for the continuing resolutions, uh, spending it's not good. Uh, and what I mean by that is uh, a lot of spending. There, there's really not a lot of cuts. Nothing's been approved. There's nothing even being voted on. There is a framework. The Put it this way, for the Republicans, the big win is uh, we're going to cut $10 billion of the IRS. Now, I, it, it hit me today. Because it's bothered me all, you know, well, again, it didn't come out until yesterday. But it's bothered me all night last night this morning. Because I'm like, what are these guys, what are they doing up there? we got to get spending under control. We just have to. I mean, it's ridiculous to say we got to spend more than when we were spending during COVID. That makes no sense. I mean, we shut down the whole country. We were paying everybody more than what they made to work. I mean, how can we be spent? This is what we're doing. It makes it's idiocracy. Interest on but, the debt. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think this was a, a, a ploy now all along. When the Democrats had control, they knew. Let's pass some outrageous numbers. And then uh, if the Republicans get back in charge, they can chop off a few dollars and claim victory. Uh, because uh, $80 billion is now $70 billion, and somehow uh, that's a great deal. Yeah, I don't think so. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason on this Monday. Uh, I... I have no idea. Uh, the meme stock that is the Treasury markets uh, continuing this crazy action. The Treasury, the 10-year note was at 406 like an hour ago. It's now down 
two, three, nine, seven. Uh, why? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. Uh, the Dow's down 100. The S&P's up 20. The NASDAQ is up 160. Uh, obviously, Boeing apparently, you know, you just don't want to be on a new plane. How's that? Uh, the, 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 the Boeing Max, right? One of the windows blew out uh, in one of its planes over the weekend. Uh, apparently, they're looking for some bolt. Uh, somebody in Oregon found it in their backyard. Uh, but uh, they, they've been they've been grounded. Yeah, uh, I, I I'll take the plane that's been flying for the last 10, 15, 20 years without a problem. Thank you very much. Uh, and then iPhone sales from Apple cratering. Uh, but apparently, I think everyone's starting to look forward to PPI, CPI, and the first mention from the Federal Reserve about ending quantitative tightening. So we we got a lot of stuff to talk about. But again, I think 2024 is going to be the the year uh, of confusion and chaos and uh, you know, obviously it's a political a political year. Uh, I think that's going to be are we going to get Biden and Trump is there a, or is it going to be two different people uh, all together or what it's going to be the Supreme Court Taking up the Colorado case, uh, yeah, there, it's a lot to think about, and maybe having your money a little more diversified makes a lot of sense. Don't forget our friends at Y Refi because it's not correlated to the stock market. It's just not. I mean, what what happens if CPI or PPI is hotter? Why refi doesn't care. Well, it's let's lower. They don't care. The Fed stops quantitative tightening. They they pause it. They go slower. They raise it. They do, it doesn't matter. Uh, more war breaks out. So what? It's a fixed rate of return. You know what you're going to get every single month, up to ten point two five percent returns. Check them out investyrefi.com that's the word invest the letter y r e f y.com or just call them at 888 y refi 24 normally we'd have Joey on uh, Joey's back he's busy uh, he he's got meetings stacked up if you got one of those old 401k's just remember the IRS changing the rules when it comes to not only these old 401ks, but also if you need to start taking your distributions, uh, the IRS has said, hey, you know what? If you don't do it, can you imagine? Maybe you're, you're of age. You don't even realize you're of age because you're maybe you're a lot of people. Hey, I'm still working. Yeah, I'm 73. I'm still working. I, I got to work forever. You got to start taking this distributions if you don't. A 25% penalty now from the IRS. So make sure you reach out to Joey, 602-909-9048. And he can help you out with all those 401k and IRA. And, of course, most importantly, especially if you're getting ready to retirement uh, or you're getting to that point where you want to start handing down wealth, he's the guy you need to talk to. Make sure you give Uncle Sam the least amount of money possible uh, but Jason, we man, uh, the biggest commercial real estate company in China filed for bankruptcy over the weekend. 
Uh, this is like like BlackRock filing for bankruptcy. Uh, it, it was huge. On top of that, CalPERS. Remember them? You know, we're going to start talking about all these things that we used to talk about. CalPERS, that's the California pension system. And these guys, I don't know who does. You know what? They need to call Joey. That's what, you know what? CalPERS needs to call Joey because they obviously uh, don't know how to read uh, what's going on in the world out there. They now say that they need to borrow $30 billion. As Bloomberg is reporting that the $318 billion uh, California State Teachers Retirement System, so this is uh, a, a, a branch off of Kelper, right? This is the teacher's pension because uh, they need to raise funds because asset, what they're calling asset sales, might trigger fire sales. What are they talking about? Commercial backed real estate. Uh, Calsters is saying that they need more cash flow uh, because if they have to sell assets instead, it's going to get lot, a lot worse. So this is this is kind of like the bank saying, "Well, we've we've got money. It's just tied up right now in these things called treasuries, and if we sell those treasuries in the marketplace." to get the money you need to pay your mortgages and to pay all your bills and all of those things, it's going to be such a huge loss that it's going to cause a fire sale, right? Nobody will want us to do anything. Uh, so they, they set up that emergency program with the Fed where the Fed's paying them way more than anybody else would. Uh, but here, Jason, they're saying we, we've got to raise money because we actually can't sell the assets we bought with your money. Because if we did, it would get so little value on it, we'd essentially bankrupt the whole system. Yeah, well, and that's a, a tough thing for people who are, are listening to you, Joe, which is these assets they're holding have value, but there's so much of it that if they start dumping it onto the market, that's what supply and demand's all about. It's just going to drive the assets uh, value down so dramatically. And so, Joe, it's uh, it's very much how a pyramid scheme, how a Ponzi scheme works, right? You know, you got you got too much of this stuff to where nobody wants it, and then you go to cash in, and there's not enough buyers. And uh, it just takes a tipping point where a couple of guys high up in whatever organization, let's just say this California pensions, like, you know what, we better, we better make a run for it. Be quiet, but let's dump, let's dump, let's dump. Because you know what they're afraid of? That's just one pension fund in one state. What about uh, what about Illinois? What about New York? What about these other states that were going to well, dump their pensions? A lot of pensions have this stuff. Uh, they just do, you know. And of course, they're justified. Well, it's not our fault. This was one of our best performing uh, investments we had until COVID. And then COVID came, and I feel like, well, gosh, didn't you guys do anything to to, to hedge yourself a little bit? I mean, uh, I mean, you know, you didn't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what was going to happen, did you? Uh, but this is, think about this, they need to borrow 10% of their entire portfolio uh, to just try to save uh, their, their system from all of these huge losses. 
and, and again, this was a pension that before COVID that wasn't, it's still not anywhere close to being funded. But, but again, all of these things, Jason, they got covered up. Money can cover up a lot of problems for a little while. And then unfortunately, uh, once the money kind of dries up and there's no more new, new money, you're right back into the same problem you had before. Didn't these guys learn just a handful of years ago about mortgage-backed securities? Right. Whose bright idea? Right. Whose bright idea is like, well, you know, these are this is commercial business, and I, I bet some knucklehead was like, well, look, business is coming back. It's all better now, and not one guy in the room was like, well, there is this Federal Reserve, this you know, too big to fail thing that happened, and they all just got bought up and saved. Uh, that money runs out after a while, so maybe we shouldn't get into commercial-backed securities. Maybe we should try somewhere else. Like you said, Joey would have been a much better place to go. Anybody <laughs> that's like, you know, maybe commercial-backed securities is a little bit like mortgage-backed securities, and uh, they didn't really fix that. You know, I, it's, it's so interesting, I, I, Joe. I, I, when, I know when Joey does the probably same said, uh, have you been to San Francisco lately? <laughs> right? I, I, no. If you don't want to take my word for it, right? why don't you just get in your car and start driving to all these office buildings that you've invested in and just go floor to floor and see if anybody's in them, right? Yeah. It'll probably give you a good idea of, of, of uh, what what's to come. Or, or, or just take a trip to Manhattan, you know, the, one of the financial centers of the universe, and go look at their downtown about how many empty buildings there are there where, the, where it's supposed to be the most financially robust place on the planet, and look how many empty buildings there are there. That should what tell you that Black commercial back real Black Rock, Blackstone, yeah. They, 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 they keep getting redemptions month after month after month after month. And, of course, they've got it set up where they, they don't honor all the reasons. Well, we're only allowed to sell this much of it. See, kind of what, what uh, the, the problem for uh, the teachers' pensions in California is. See, they're, they're, I guess they're a little smarter, right? Well, we've got rules in place. We only can sell... One percent of the portfolio every quarter, so that's all the redemptions. I know you guys want four billion dollars, right? But the, hey, now uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dole out, you know, five hundred million because while well, we're at the we're at the maximum, uh, where uh, for the these teacher pensions, apparently borrowing thirty billion dollars <laughs> is going to be a better option. Uh, than actually having to sell uh, the the these quote unquote investments, and, and again, you start thinking about the reality of it. I mean, best case scenario, cause I don't know what they bought, but best case scenario, it's probably down twenty percent. Worst case scenario, they could be upside down fifty, sixty. 70 percent i again i don't know exactly what they have but if they've got a lot of san francisco they got a problem yeah there's you know california's a big state so uh they can they can have a very big problem and, and yeah there's some big uh, there's some big cities that in that state joe there's some big cities well, it, hopefully I, they bought some stuff not in california you know over the holiday <laughs> uh two of two of california's non-liberals uh, were uh, at my house, family members of mine, and, and all they could talk about is how everybody wants to leave California. Everybody. It's so expensive. 
the taxes are ridiculous, right? And they they just they just keep spending and spending and spending. And now uh, now that the money's run out, the first year of no more COVID money, California's got a sixty eight billion dollar budget deficit in, in a single year. And wait till next year. Well, it's turning into the land of the rich, Joe. That's that's you know, talk about a uh, a case for the the middle class being destroyed. Just you know, California. I remember uh, taxi taxi driver, you know, uh, uh, Robert De Niro way back in the seventies. And there's a scene where the cab driver's kind of sitting around talking and and, and talking about how California is doing this and that. This is in the seventies. Oh yeah, those guys are way ahead of us. Or oh yeah, those guys are those guys are leading the way. Well, they are. Look at they're leading the way in a mass exodus of the middle class, and where only rich elites are going to be able to survive. Because I'll bet, I'll bet the taxes drop, and things get back to being somewhat normal in California once they've fleeced the middle class right out of there. Because if the rich don't want to get more taxes, you know they, they're going to make up the difference, are they, Joe? The, you watch California will just change in the future. Twenty years, know, maybe. The the government revised all the jobs. You know, we had the government jobs number on Friday. Uh, a, a little on the high side, but then they took almost half a million jobs away from the first 11 months. And everyone say, well, that, if they said 260, forget it, it wasn't that high, right? They're, they're just, uh, they, they're, they're just completely uh, inaccurate. But according to the jobs they took away, now this isn't me, I didn't do it. Uh, Mish, uh, Mish talk, he does a great job. Uh, he, he's the one that, that did all of the, the data on this. He said, when you looked at the number, over 60% of all the job growth in 2023 was government and social assistance. That, that's where the big growth in jobs was last year. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason been a wild ride on gold this morning. Uh, gold went all the way down to 2020. Uh, this is the second, I think it's the third time now uh, after gold's been back above 2000 that it's gone down to this level, bounced off. Right now, gold's at 2040. Uh, it, it's still down about $8, uh, but at, at, at 2040, remember, we got CPI and PPI this week. I think they're going to be on the soft side. Uh, so uh, gold, I think, looking pretty good here. Uh, it, again, it, holding that 2020 level, uh, building that new higher level of support. And silver, silver is actually higher. Not a lot, but silver is uh, higher right now, up $0.05, cents, uh, just under $23.40. Uh, we have some U.S. $5 liberties today. Those are the quarter-ounce pieces i don't have a ton of them we got like 30 40 of them uh 575 dollars so if you're looking for some fractional gold uh the oh and this is the old gold the pre-33 gold uh you can buy it sell it trade it right it's the most private way to buy it uh we got those on sale today 575 dollars at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two, and we've gotten over the weekend the very first mention from someone, you know, a Fed governor 
talking about quantitative tightening and talking about it ending. Uh, so far, what we've got now, oh, we're not talking about that. We haven't talked about that. we got a ways to go. Uh, Lori Logan, the new head of the Dallas Federal Reserve, over the weekend said that the Federal Reserve should first slow the pace of their balance sheet reduction and then gradually end the program. Okay, I know that's not a lie. Of course, of course, that's how they're going to do it, right? They're, you know, hey, we're going to go from ninety-five billion to seventy-five billion to fifty billion to thirty billion to zero. Uh, but, but said that she wants to do this to eliminate the likelihood of having to suddenly stop it. And I think that's important. I, believe it or not, you're like, well, why is that important? Why? Because it tells you a couple of things. Remember uh, a few weeks back, Bank of America. And I forget the guy's name. He, it's I had it. I should have wrote it down. Um, he's been really good at poking holes in the Fed. He Remember, he, he back in 2019 in May warned the Fed, hey, we got a huge crisis coming. Uh, you guys may want to, you know, stop. This was when Janet Yellen, right, stop stop the quantitative. Well, she had started it anyway. Uh, get rid of, of the quantitative tightening. Of course, we had the temper tantrum and all that nonsense. Jason, just that comment. Hey, we need to start doing it gradually so we don't have to stop stop it abruptly. Tells me that at least this time around, somebody at the Fed is realizing that this program uh, is coming to an end. Whether they want to admit it or not, it's coming to an end. And we better start talking about reducing it and coming up with a schedule before we have another problem. Seems like the uh, the next headline coming up is going to be uh, the Fed buys the California pension out of their troubles. <laughs> isn't that isn't that where we're headed? And we're going to try to do this thing slowly, but when uh, when things start failing, uh, it's time to buy up all these asset uh, you know assets and, and try to try to you know, balance the system. How much how much are they going to be able after they stop tapering, Joe? Stop stop you know, it's selling off their balance sheet. How, how long is it going to be before they just start loading up? You know, that the whole fake, you know, that isn't part of the debt. It's part of the Fed's balance sheet. How long before they're just, I mean, the things are going to fail, the amount they're going to have to buy. Look at back in March when they had to help bail out uh, and buy into those Silicon failing Valley banks. went under, yeah. That repo, that reverse repo market had that little spike there because they did a little buying, yeah. right? And they put it there. Yep. And the, they put the cash there. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's 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 coming. It's absolutely coming. And uh, Joe, we we're seeing it through through our business, but I'm seeing it through other businesses. I, I, it's that California story is it's, it's a good one to to cover because that it shows more on a ground level what's getting ready to happen. Yeah, and uh, Bloomberg now saying they expect this to start happening in June. Uh, that that kind of makes a little <laughs> bit of sense to me. Uh, but put it this way: the fact that this is starting to be talked about. Uh, and because this is what the Federal Reserve likes to do, right? Oh no, we're we're we're, we're letting the markets know uh, we're getting ready to end this. This is a, a reason why we expect much higher gold prices, much higher silver prices. Uh, somebody, gosh, who was it? I want to. I got it sent to me. One of our listeners had sent this to me. 
they the AI, that's what it was, yeah. AI, uh, Finbold News is where this came from. They asked two different AIs where silver was heading for for in 2024. Uh, the the first of the AIs I want to say was uh, oh man shoot I forget uh, chat the chat uh, AI GPT. app yes yep. chat GPT uh, they, they were talking about a silver price in the 30s between 30 and 34 dollars but that that chat box it, it was a little smarter. Uh, because it said, but you know, hey, it could also be eighteen to twenty. So, kind of useless, right? Well, it's either going to be a lot, lot higher, uh, but but I guess it's it, it's possible uh, that 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 it could uh, go a little lower uh, down the, the line. And then they asked, uh, I want to say it was uh, Google's app. I forget the name of it. It also had a price uh, in the 30s uh, for silver. They didn't have uh, the low side of it. But I only bring that up because of all these factors that we talk about. Right now, we're kind of in this lull. Uh, I think we're going to get a move this week with CPI and PPI. Uh, We expect those numbers to stay soft, at least for the early part of this year. The government number, right? They're, They're trying to sell it right now. They're not cutting crap. I mean, come on. There's no actual cutting going on. All this they're doing is cutting some increases. It's like, uh, oh, look at what we did with the IRS on its funding. We're going to cut $10 million. Yeah, but you raised it $80 billion. That's not a cut. That's still $70 million. That's not cutting. Right? That's just spending less. Yeah. A lot of good momentum coming, uh, and a lot of dollar weakness, unfortunately, because that's usually how those things go. 800-951-0592. Jason and I coming right back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Monday. $5 Liberties today. Five seventy-five. As again, we got a lot of. Uh, market movers out there, mainly CPI and PPI this week, uh, not to mention the Dallas Federal Reserve head, uh, Lori Logan, saying, hey, it's, it's time to get a plan in place to come uh, and gradually wind down quantitative tightening. So these are things, again, that we've been talking about that are going to be catalysts uh, for the gold markets. So these $5 liberties, $575-800-951-0592. Now the Dow's down today. Boeing's having a tough day as that flight from Portland. I want to say it was an Alaska Airlines flight from Portland uh, to California. Uh, They had what they're calling now, you know, it looked like it was a window had blown out. But what they're, they're, they're saying is this door plug, I guess that's what it's called, I don't know, the, this door plug came uh, undone, 
they they were asking the public for help in finding it. They found this in in someone's backyard. But what was really interesting is they found two cell phones as well. So I mean, a bunch of stuff I guess went out the this hole right where window whatever it was. Uh, a bunch of stuff flew off. Uh, one of the phones, a, a person found it while they were walking. It was an iPhone. It still had power. And when they, they, they picked it up and they looked at it, they apparently, it must not have been pass protected because they, they showed a screen. It had uh, their check, they checked a bag. It had their check luggage information on the cell phone. The cell phone still worked. That's that's pretty impressive. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, obviously, I'm assuming uh, the flight was, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of feet in the air. I'm guessing uh, that's that's pretty impressive. Huh? Yeah. I, <laughs> when it comes to technology, I don't have a. I'm not the best person to ask about it, but that is as that seems as. Uh, Contrary to, to the understanding, doesn't it? A little bit. So it seems like that, that that shouldn't have been still working. But the iPhones are a little different animal than next to the other technologies. Are they? Oh, Jack uses some of that stuff, and it just seems to be a little bit different than all the other stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I I thought that was kind of kind of interesting. I mean, who yeah. knows? They may be upset. Wow, oh, I had insurance on. I wanted to be broken so I could get a new one. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, they they found one of them, uh, and, and apparently. Uh, it was I, at least they, they could pull it up. They they knew when they found it by looking at in it that it came from that that flight because they were able to pull up that ticket. So they called uh, TSA or whoever they called uh, to do it. And then over the weekend, how about this one? Speaking of a guy that owns a radio station, uh, another one of the radio giants, Odyssey. Uh, they own hundreds of radio stations. The latest now to file bankruptcy. And listen to this. Somehow they had $1.9 billion, $1.9 billion in debt. And they say they're going to offload 80% of that. Ouch. I'd hate to be uh, the people holding the bag. Uh, and they're going to be left with only $350 million. See, that's what I wanted. Why can't we do that? Oh, you, well, you owe a couple billion dollars? Uh, I don't know. How about how about $300 million? Is that better? Will that work for you? Right? I mean, you know, but heaven forbid. Oh, wait, you owe a couple hundred grand. Yeah, no way. You, you're, you're done, right? Uh, amazing. How many radio stations do you think they own or that they're running, Joe? Because... It seems to me that if they're brought across the, across the country with radio stations, it sure seems to me like the national advertising, which makes most radio stations up and run, are losing advertising dollars because, well, let's just face it, the Internet advertising dollars probably better spent than the radio advertising when it comes to national. So I just that's what I'm wondering, you know, you know with what experience I have, you know, it, you got almost have some local going on for you to survive as a radio station, but... As a conglomerate, they do national. I wonder if the national money is just going somewhere else for advertising, Joe. Well, that's the thing. You know, they said after COVID, by the way, they own 235 radio stations across the country. Well, that's enough uh, for five in every state, Joe. That's enough for five in every state. 
and, and and well, that's how they do it, right? You know, when they're in there, they 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 normally own all of these, and and it's funny because they're they're saying over the last four years, you know, uh, at thirteen sixty over the last four years, uh, we've had a four hundred percent increase in our sales and our revenue. Now, granted, uh, we started at a pretty low number, but that those are uh, those are the realities for us. But these guys, it's the exact opposite, and uh, and again, I think it, it's a lot of it. Some of it is. Uh, the the is it ha- I'm sure has to do with they're talking about stuff no one wants to listen to. That, that's probably the number one that, that one of the things to my guess. But yeah, somehow though, don't worry about these guys. They're going to be just fine. Uh, they're going to get 80 percent of their debt thrown away uh, and be left with 350 million. So we'll see if they can make it on that, Jason. <laughs> The only thing I can think of is they just want whatever independent stations are out there. That's just a, a, a push to, to squash the rest of them and, and get rid of them, right, Joe? Because why? Why would you forgive all that debt? Wouldn't you want uh, you know whoever whoever you are loaning these uh, the putting these loans out for any company? Don't you want your money back? Unless there's some ulterior motive, you know. That's that's how big business crushes small business, right, Joe? Yeah, I, I got a I got a text from one of our listeners. The plane was at sixteen thousand feet, so it was probably still going up when that door popped. So that that phone fell sixteen thousand feet and lived. I don't know how how's that possible. I dropped the phone out of my pocket, it lands on the ground, and it smashed up. Right, and you get the screen of death. Yeah, I don't know. Luck of the draw, I guess. Major Radio News Hour final segment. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriotio News Hour on this Monday, the $5 Liberties uh, on sale right now, 1866 to 1907, the quarter ounce $5 Liberties, uh, 5000 5, $500, not $5,000 yet, $575 today at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two golds right now at two thousand and forty off nine dollars and change silvers up six cents uh, twenty three dollars and thirty eight cents as Jason I think you know kind of uh, the the bigger news today having to do with property markets not only here in the U S but in China as well as their largest property investor filed for bankruptcy. Uh, and then uh, over the weekend, the California pension system said, hey, we're going to need to borrow $30 billion uh, because we can't sell uh, the commercial real estate assets uh, because it would spark a huge fire sale, which tells you, yeah, it's not worth uh, the, it's just the debt's not worth what it's printed on. And then, of course, I think CPI and PPI, that's coming uh, this week, later this week. You wonder if the California Pension Fund was making that statement more as a threat than as a uh, informational situation. Hey, uh, we, we, we want to sell these commercial-backed securities because we need to balance ourselves off. But you know, can you imagine, Joe? Is, is, that, is that like, hey, we're getting ready to dump? Somebody better help us. We're going to dump. You know, is, is it a threat? I wonder. I wonder if just by because they don't have to say that out loud about what assets that they need to try to liquefy or what they can or can or what they can or can't produce. But they actually put it out there in the open. They put it out there for the media to, to hear. So it makes me wonder if there was how much the commercial backs. Uh, Real estate market is really, really, really bad. But that somebody like the California Pension Fund is like, we're going to dump if we don't get some other help. 
Well, and again, they said, I think I think what they were saying, and I, I agree 100%, what they were saying was, uh, you, and you better loan us the money. That's what they were saying. Hey, we're yeah. going to raise $30 billion, and you better loan it to us, because if you don't, Right, we're gonna take we're gonna take the entire commercial real estate market down with us, right? Because uh, when you're talking, the fact that they need to borrow thirty billion, I, I can't even imagine what that equates to in real estate holdings. You know, we 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 uh, criticize California all the time, right? But you got to give them credit for playing the government game really well, huh? They 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 play the government game really well, you know, the, and the the debt backed monetary system game they seem to do really good on that joe because they always seem to get what they need right when they really need it right you know 2019 the pensions were all bad then the covid money came in and that saved them and here they are again right and uh you just i guess with us uh, one of these days someone's not going to help them that's what it seems like one of these days someone's not going to uh, take their threats or their pleas and, and save them at that last moment so that's that's when you know things are going to go bad, Joe. So one of these days, they're not going to get that help they need. And again, got to remember, first time since the Great Depression, there's actual contraction in the money supply. Now, it's not as much as people would think. It's only contracted about a trillion dollars, but that's that's huge. Uh, the, the, and, and it's still contracting today. This is why, you know, when you go back and you look at at history, it kind of tells you soft landings are probably not the most likely outcome. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.